Welcome to the podcast, From Crisis to Connection. I'm Jeff Stewart, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I'll be bringing the professional perspective. I'm Jody Stewart, unlicensed wife, mother, daughter, sister, friend, and neighbor, and I'll be bringing the regular everyday perspective. We are all about relationship recovery, and we'll tackle tough topics like infidelity, abuse, addiction, pornography, and betrayal trauma. We also focus on helping you build stronger connections in your most important relationships. So thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. We're glad you're here with us. Yep, always great to be with you every single week. Before we dive in, we want to tell you about a couple of resources. The first one is a trust building course called The First Steps to Rebuilding Trust. And you can download that today. Just visit the link in the show notes. And it's a it's a course with about six or seven videos talking about ways to rebuild trust, ways to heal from broken trust, and how to rebuild your relationship. And this is available to you right away for free. So put in your email address and we'll send it to you. And then also our friends over at Relay. It's an app that brings people together who are struggling with unwanted pornography use specifically. And it has lots of features and options to help you build community in small groups. They put you in a small group and it's, it's anonymous, and, but it allows you to get support where this is such a hard thing sometimes to know who to talk to about or how to build support. And it's a very effective and quick way to build community. And you can sign up for a free trial and then use the, the discount code JEFF1, which is uh, spelled out in the show notes there. And you can get 15% off of your subscription if you decide to join. And it's very low cost and available right away if you're looking for additional support in your recovery journey. Okay. Thanks, hon. So, so we're going to talk today about this dilemma, this struggle that I think happens where you know there's a lot of emphasis and encouragement about being positive, staying positive, focusing on, like the old song says, keep on the sunny side of life. Yeah. You know, just wanting to focus on optimism and positivity and good things that are happening, gratitude, yeah. but also needing to do some really heavy, difficult, and sometimes very dark work in the healing process. Yeah. And a lot of the times, you know, you get advice on both of those. You get support for, you know, like, no, like stay real, stay vulnerable, stay open, dig in, dig deep, look mm -hmm. at your shadow, blah, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. And there's other times where it's just like, let's just focus on the good. Let's focus on what's working. Let's focus on the positive. Yeah. And I, I find that a lot of times in myself and certainly with people I work with in my practice that sometimes it's hard, it's hard to know sort of how to balance those two or how much to do, how much is enough or how much sure. is too much in any of those areas. Sure. Which I think becomes more of a problem when you're so personally dysregulated. Yeah. And that can be... You just don't have a good sense for of your own sense of like right. stability. Right. And so, yeah, it feels like, am I in the right place? Am I, right. is this enough of the right thing? Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I, I think culturally too, we get a lot of really confusing messages about this. Oh, yeah. Like the famous, like terrible marriage advice to never go to bed angry. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm thinking. Well, just like, just stay positive and just like, you know, just almost like avoid any sort of negativity or or mm. or whatever. So just don't go to bed angry. In other words, like just kiss and make up and be fine and go to bed, which is really, I think, code for don't really deal with stuff. Yeah. Sweep it under the rug. Right. Move on. The bigger goal is to go to bed happy, even if you're faking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of 
you know, but again, I know if sometimes in our relationship, like I feel like there's been seasons where I felt like all we were doing was working through really like, yes, there are right? those seasons. Like, there yeah. wasn't, I don't feel like we were really balancing it much with gratitude or positivity or optimism or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of the term that you talk about sometimes, pendulation. Yes. And so maybe it's worth just discussing some of that here and talking about some of that application. Because I think that's really, my understanding about that is that that can be a really healthy exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you want to define that or you want me to? Why don't you, because I think I might have the hiccups. (laughs) Ooh, well, get closer to the mic. This could be funny. Great. So... So I'll describe it while I try not to get distracted and okay. giggle about your hiccups. That's pretty funny. Are hiccups contagious? Uh, like if you, it's not like yawning. Not like yawning. Okay. No, I don't think so. Oh, this could start a chain <laughs> reaction that we might not be able to recover from. So uh-huh. pendulation. Yeah. So this is so like a pendulum that goes back and forth. And I think pendulums are perpetual motion. They can be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They can right? be. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, they just go back and forth forever. <clears throat> and the whole idea of pendulation is to not get stuck in one position. Right. To not get stuck in, in this case, in this application, in just the positivity all the time mm-hmm. or just the negativity because they they both are true and they both feel very important when you're talking about them. They, you know, and I think in our culture these days, at least what I'm seeing, lots of trends, it's like there's such an emphasis on vulnerability and oversharing and, you know, looking at stuff. You know, you get the Brene Browns who are who are out there teaching some important principles around yeah. not running from your story and having courage and leaning into hard conversations and talking about things like that. Really, I think as a pushback to maybe the culture previously, which was maybe stuck in the position of, you know, ignore how you feel. Don't talk about yeah. negative things. If you yeah. have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all kind of stuff. Yeah. That was from Bambi, right? In like the 40s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it was. So that was very much that generation, which was just like, Let's just focus on good things and positive things. And I think in a lot of cases, that's not a bad practice. Sure. Right. But like you said, pendulation allows us to have movement back and forth. And so you're safe to go into either area. Right. Because there's going to be a return. It's going to balance out. Mm -hmm. And I think without that, when you get stuck in one position, it can really create problems. And surprisingly, even with positivity, that's what I think surprises a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. To where positivity can become... I feel like the word toxic gets overused. It does. It does. But it's the buzzword, toxic positivity. Unhealthy right positivity. Now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Saturated with positivity. Yeah. Because that's the only answer ever because it can't be. Oh my gosh. No. I mean, we're, we're both Christians and we, you know, we, you know, we study the Bible and our scriptures and, and, and in our faith, you know, we, we believe in a God and in, in Jesus Christ who allowed himself to feel the full range of emotions positive emotions and really hard, difficult emotions. Mm-hmm. And that pendulation was really the pinnacle of just being a healthy person. And that, you know, that's, that's in scripture. That's, you know, if you're looking to him or that, that is a model for healthy human functioning, the whole range is there. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of times will invoke sort of Christ as an example of just being positive all the time. Just be Christ-like, just be, you know. Oh, yes. As if being like that means that you won't have to deal with things like anger or right, sadness. I think, I think or, even the Old Testament, like Isaiah described Christ as a man of sorrows, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's even a song from a brother, Martha, right? Man of constant sorrow. Yeah. 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 Like that, that range is critical in terms of our development is being able to go both directions. Mm-hmm. Well, they inform each other. Ooh, yeah. Say more about that. I like that. 
just that that you know like the happiness and the joy and the elation on one hand like partially exist because there is a an extreme on the opposite of whatever anger despair misery and so you know if we if we tell ourselves we don't go down that one road that dark road we can't go we can't go very far up the high road either Mm -hmm. that we kind of educate our ability to handle strong emotions and they come on both ends yeah so that swing back and forth like creates more room for both yeah i love that yeah yeah i've definitely found that to be the case yeah because if you just hug the center that's what you have Mm -hmm. you just have just the flat not bad but not good so i think i think this is a good opportunity to you know just for you listening to check yourself like are you someone that tends to you know want to wear the good vibes only t-shirt oh sure and just sort of emphasize, hey, let's just be positive and whatever. Or are you kind of more the, I don't know, we sound like an Eeyore, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like, let's just focus, like, let's just get real. And like, I'm struggling and like, let's just talk about the hard things, you know? Do you tend to lean more toward one or the other? And I think, I think very few of us are perfectly balanced with that. What do you mean? I don't know, that we like do, that we pendulate. Do really both well. really yeah. well. I gotcha. I think most of us have a tendency maybe toward, toward one or the other. Yeah. I tend to swing more toward the like positivity and like wanting to keep things light. Mm -hmm. Right. That's my background. Mm -hmm. And yours is the other way. Yeah. So I think we're good for each other that way. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes you can pair up with somebody who has that opposite, which, you know, can help the pendulation. But even just inner, just, just intrapersonal, like inside of yourself, like to really look at yourself and say, like, well, I, not just relationally, I need to have that, but I also internally need to be able to know that I can do that for myself. Well, and then I think what that does is it lends itself toward just practicing coping strategies to help you do that. Yeah. That when you find you're in a phase of, you know, maybe you're just deep and you've been deep and you need a break from being deep, that you can do things that bring more, just more levity and get your head up to the sunshine a little bit more and and help balance yourself that way and be able to take that into your relationships. Mm -hmm. Or if you, you know, you've spent a lot of time just kind of sweeping things aside so you can stay up, then give yourself room, do things that will will support you in having a chance to like dig deep into things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like coming up for air, you know, let's say in this process of healing broken trust or healing a relationship, you know, there's going to be probably a disproportionate amount of like heavier work. Yes. Of bringing things up, talking through things, writing exercises, therapy, journaling, like just groups. I mean, there's just reading. There's so many things. And a lot of people feel like an urgency to get answers and get well. And so there can be a lot of Mm, pressure heaviness to pack in a lot of work and feel like, well, in my limited free time, you know, I need to read this book. You can feel like you're spending all your time in this dark place. So where is there a space for for levity or for positivity or optimism or gratitude or those kinds Mm -hmm. of things? And I I look at those things as a way to catch your breath. I look at it like, you know, it's- Refuel a little bit. Yeah. It's like kind of free diving. It's like you can't stay under forever. You've got to come back up. And free divers can go pretty deep in the water. Uh Uh-huh. And for quite a long time. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But they have a, I don't know a ton about free diving, but I know that they, the really deep diver ones, they have a a, a line that guides them back up to the top Mm -hmm. so they don't lose their place. They know- where that line is and they go back up and it allows them to surface safely. They know where the boat is. They know. Uh-huh. Catch their breath. Uh-huh. Catch their breath. 
And I don't know how long they wait before they go back down, but... Yeah, as long as they need to, but they, so they can safely... Yeah. And I think that levity serves a, a great purpose in that way. And, and sometimes it can feel like, well, I don't have time for laughter. I don't have time for... Because there's so much at stake here. Like, you know, people can... Or get even so... the inclination, because laughter is very spontaneous. Laughter, like genuine laughter is not something that we can very often just you know, produce on exactly. demand. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to have something that can incite it. Yeah, that's true. So oh. when you're in a rough spot, it's hard to find things funny. Yeah. For one. But I think it's important to spend time around friends. Yes. To put yourself in situations where you aren't doing that work. And I, I often tell people, look, if your only friends in this recovery process are recovering friends. Yeah. There, It's not that you can't laugh together, but a lot of times you're more likely to kind of be Miserate together. Yeah, there's this mm-hmm. magnetic pull toward the heavier stuff, which yeah. is critical and important. It, yes, yeah, um, yeah. It's a piece of it, but it's it also sometimes to have friends that maybe it's don't know as much about picture. you. Yeah. They might be just sports friends or just, yeah, you know. just to pull you out of that place for a time. Exactly. Help you disengage from that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the positivity or keep it on the sunny side of life and things like that, a big part of like healing is gratitude. It's looking at what's working. It's looking at yeah. the positive things. Like you absolutely have to acknowledge that and what's working as true as much as you focus on what you're working on fixing or what you need to heal. And they have to both have attention. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more you want to say about that? I don't think so. Okay. Then I read your face right. Okay. You had the look of like, I think I've said everything I need to say about this. (laughs) I don't even know what that look is, but that's what it looked like. Okay. Awesome. Well, great. Yeah. So check yourself on this. I think Mm -hmm. this is a, this is, it's a simple concept that we're talking about today. But if you feel yourself stuck on one side or the other, and and we've mostly focused on being too stuck on the heavy part, but again, that can go the other way. If you find yourself avoiding doing some of that other work, if you find yourself only wanting to just stay superficial or just focus on things that distract you from mm-hmm. the work you need to be doing, then again, that can be just as problematic. Even though it's probably more you know, socially acceptable to be the funny person or to be like the light person or yeah. that kind of a thing. You just want to make sure you're balancing the two. They yeah, you need to. Otherwise, the heavy stuff will come out sideways. Yeah. And it will have a yeah. detrimental effect on your relationships that you may not even realize. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I sometimes, a little therapist pro tip here, Sometimes between sessions, I'll like purposely turn on like stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. Just to like- Completely out of that Kind of clear, yeah. Because sometimes I'm dealing with, I'm every, I'm dealing with a lot of heavy stuff. And so sometimes I'll just in between appointments, I'll just put on like a little five minute clip of something just to help me laugh and just to help my body sort of like unwind a little bit because, you know, heaviness and hard things and stuff that's important to work through has an energy to it that can, yeah. can leave us feeling pretty weighed down. So yeah. So if people are wondering how I've managed to, to work a 25-year career as a marriage therapist, counselor, stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's very real. And I'm sure everybody has something, like yeah, a go-to of some kind, whether it's a, a an author, a book, chapters that they can read. Go outside or... and breathe some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Yep. So whatever that is for you, I hope you'll, you'll identify it and, and take care of yourself mm-hmm. and allow yourself to be as balanced as you possibly can. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Always so happy to have you here again. Yeah. And don't forget, if you want to download the free trust building course, you can find the link in the bio. We'd love to share it with you. And also just would love to do another shout out for our friends over at Relay, where you can find community quickly if you are struggling to overcome an unwanted behavior. Thanks, everyone. Yep. And we hope to see you back here next week. 